0: Hey, Vet Girl here today with Dr. Soren Boyson, who's a criticalist and associate professor at University of Calgary. And today I'll be talking to him about a recent study that he published called Effects of Rapid Intravenous 100% L-Isomer Lactated Ringers Administration on Plasma Lactate Concentrations in Healthy Dogs. This was just published in JVEC, the Journal of Veterinary Emergency Critical Care, in 2014. And we were going to basically just ask him a couple of questions on the importance of this study. So first of all, thank you so much for doing this podcast today. Really appreciate it.
1: Thank you very much for the invitation. It's a pleasure to join you.
0: Thank you. So um, can you give us a little summary, just super basic, of what you did and what you looked at in the study and the overall purpose of why you were even investigating this?
1: Okay, yes, that's a very good question. So we set the study up because the resident and I at the time were debating whether lactated ringers would have an impact on lactate measurement, which is one of the more common emergency critical care tools that we use to assess patients that are in shock or how they're responding to resuscitation efforts when they are in shock. So animals that are in shock tend to have high lactate levels. And the question that we had, since fluids are one of the mainstay therapies for a lot of shock conditions, was would giving fluids that have lactate in them influence or affect our readings on lactate when we're following those in our patients? while we're treating them. So that's sort of the basis for how the study came about. It was a question or a discussion that a a resident and I had. And to answer that question, we took basically healthy beagle dogs and we split them into two groups of six. And we bolused one group fluids containing lactated ringers and one group saline that does not have lactate in it. And we measured the change in their plasma lactate in response to that bolus of fluids. And what we found was that all dogs started with normal lactate values. So values less than 2.5 millimoles per liter was the normal that we would find when we measure lactate in our patients, if they're healthy. And they were all there to start with. When we gave saline, their lactate values actually went down too low to read on the test that we were running to measure lactate. And in the dogs that got lactated ringers at very high volumes and very fast rates, their lactate levels did go up. And often it went above the normal value of 2.5. So we not only had a difference, we had a difference that could influence clinical decision-making when the fluid was given at that rate. So that's sort of a summary.
0: That's great. So stepping back, um, can you just explain, do you think there are any contraindications for giving LRS as a fluid in the emergency room?
1: So that's a very good question, and I don't think we actually have enough information to answer that. My opinion is that lactated ringers is a reasonable fluid choice to use as an isotonic crystalloid in the emergency resuscitation of patients. The only reason we ran the study was to see whether in healthy animals, the administration of fluids at that higher rate would influence or could influence the measurement of lactate that we're getting. So If lactate is something that you're frequently using in the emergency room as a parameter to assess response to therapy, then I think that's an excellent tool to use. I love, actually, I really enjoy using lactate because I do think it is an accurate measurement of perfusion in most cases. And if you're giving fluids, then I think it's reasonable to watch your lactate levels in response to your fluid therapy to make sure that you're reaching your endpoints of resuscitation or your goals. I think that in sick animals that have elevations in their lactate levels because of poor tissue perfusion, which is when our lactates go up, I believe that the lactate in the fluid that we're giving is not gonna be so high. I think there's a balance between lactate production because of shock and what we would give in our fluids. And I think the improvement in perfusion to the tissue level will decrease the lactate levels more in an animal that's in shock than what we can increase them with what's in our fluids. So I believe in unhealthy animals or animals that are in shock that have high lactate levels that the administration of LRS will still decrease their lactate because the perfusion will offset the amount of lactate that's in the fluid. That said, that's just a belief because we don't actually have any studies to show that. And the next step would be to actually test lactated ringers and plasma lactate concentrations in animals with various underlying diseases including liver disease, for example, that clears lactate normally or patients that are in shock to see what that balance is. And if lactate goes down faster in shock patients with a fluid that does not contain lactate than a fluid that does contain lactate.
0: So if we step back, I know there are some different companies, Abbott versus Baxter versus other types that have different concentrations of either D or L lactate in their LRS. Do you think it clinically matters who you are Buying your fluids from or whether or not it's got a racemic mixture of both D or and L lactate in there?
1: And that's an excellent question as well, Justine. There is differences for sure in what you have in your fluids, and it's worth figuring out which type of lactate you have in the fluids. And I say that because based on human studies, and again, we don't have anything specific in the veterinary literature to answer these questions, but if you look at the human literature, there is a evidence that D lactate can be detrimental to both neurologic and cardiac function in people if you give levels at a high enough concentration in the fluids. And there's some belief that racemic mixtures, which contain typically 50% D-lactate and 50% L-lactate, and the typical amount is 28 millimoles per liter in a bag of fluids, so 14 millimoles of each, there is evidence to suggest that some of that neurologic sequelae that we'll see with D lactate or cardiac abnormalities we see with D lactate can occur with the racemic mixtures in people. Now, again, if that happens in veterinary medicine, it's hard to say, but if we extrapolate because of physiologic similarities, then it's possible that D lactate containing fluids could be neurologically or cardiovascularly unfriendly to some of our patients. That said, we don't really have the evidence to say that's for certain. So based on the human recommendation, there are some extreme individuals that believe no fluids with any D-lactate should be used in people at all, and that all fluids should contain only L-lactate, which actually more recently there are studies to say that L-lactate has benefit to cells when they're in anaerobic states or when they're in low-energy substrate states because it is the L-lactate that's actually used and it's protective in states of shock or hyperperfusion. If you follow that train of thought, then it would make more sense to use only L-lactate in our fluids as opposed to racemic mixtures of D and L or straight D-lactate. So that's sort of what the preliminary studies from people would suggest.
0: That's fantastic. I always remember it as D stands for devil or death lactate versus L means live.
1: That's a very good way to remember it. I hadn't thought of that, but yes, that's probably a good summary from the human side of things.
0: This is actually a question that sounds really basic, but when we measure with these Accutrend lactate handheld devices, are they measuring D or L or both?
1: Again, excellent question. And all of the handheld or any of the devices that we currently have available are all measuring L-lactate and only L-lactate. So, we don't have a handheld or bench side test at this point in time that will measure D lactate for us. Most of the D lactate, if we're going to measure it, we have to send that out to specific labs that will do high performance liquid chromatography. So, if you're going to measure D lactate, you'll have to send it out to a lab that has the capability to do that. And usually that's going to be with something such as high performance liquid chromatography. So, that would be your means by which to measure D lactate. So there's no real simple handheld or bedside test to do that at this point in
0: time? Once in a while, I'll hear, and I don't think it clinically makes a huge difference, but I'll hear that, and it's, you know, in the literature, that the contraindications for using LRS, which is a great balanced crystalloid, um, both start with L. So with severe liver failure or with lymphosarcoma, these patient populations have a decreased ability to metabolize the lactate. And while we may not know if that's clinically relevant, I guess one application to your study is the GDV patient. So if you have a GDV, patient where you're bolusing large volume crystalloid, specifically LRS. And we look at studies that look at lactate greater than six means there's gastric necrosis or the trend for the lactate to go down. How do we implement your information from this study with using LRS in a GDV?
1: Okay. So I think that's, a, again, an excellent question. And I'm not sure we have enough data or research to be able to specifically answer how does the administration of LRS to patients with GDV presenting in a hyperlactatemic or high lactate value state change over time. So again, I believe that the amount of LL lactate that's in LRS if we're giving it to a patient in shock, we'll still see the lactate values fall with the improved perfusion because it is a balanced crystalloid that can be used and has been studied and shown to be effective in reversing states of hypoperfusion or shock. I believe the benefit in perfusing the tissues will decrease the lactate significantly in those patients, even if you're using LRS. Now, if it would do it as quickly, so if you're following the lactate time and the clearance over time, whether it do it as quickly as it would in a fluid that doesn't contain lactate is open to debate at this point point in time. So I still believe that lactated ringers is a great fluid choice for patients with GDB because your goal is to improve perfusion. But if you are following your lactate values serially and they're not falling quite as quickly as you'd like, could the lactate in the LRS be influencing that, especially if your patient's parameters are otherwise showing improvements so that you're getting, a, for example, an improvement in your capillary refill time, you're getting pinker mucous membranes, your animal's more alert, your heart rate's coming down, your blood pressure's improving. So if all those parameters are improving, And your lactate's not coming down quite as quickly as you'd like, or you normally see it come down when you're doing your resuscitations, then I would wonder if you've given a large rapid bolus of lactate ringers that might be influencing that value. So it's something I would consider, but again, that would be speculative based on opinion because we don't have the research in our shock patients to say how lactate clearance is affected if you're using a fluid containing lactate versus one that isn't.
0: So I totally agree, you know, based on your perfusion parameters and whether or not that patient's responding. I also will fully disclose I love LRS also. <laughs> so. Yes. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. This study was really amazing. It provided a lot of important information that we oftentimes don't think about when we're measuring lactate on some of our critically ill patients or our GDV patients. Appreciate that insight and knowing that yes, that rapid infusion of LRS could potentially increase our lactate levels and just to be cognizant of it and to base our resuscitation on perfusion parameters.
1: Exactly. I think you summarized it very nicely there to say that you have to look at the patient as a whole, and you can't look at any individual test in isolation. You have to consider whether your patient's improving and whether the perfusion's improving, regardless of necessarily the lactate in the fluid.
0: Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Boyson. We really appreciate you taking the time to do this Vet Girl podcast.
1: Thank you.